Welcome to the Officer Media Group Roll Call Podcast. Officer Roll Call is meant to inform and entertain. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome to this special edition of The Lineup, Officer Magazine's roundup of the week's police and law enforcement news. I'm your host, Joe Vince, Assistant Editor for Officer Magazine. And for this special episode, I have two equally special guest hosts. Mystery guest host, will you please sign in? How do my a mystery guest host? I love this. I, li- I like how creative you are. I'm and doing my little. Uh, and how did uh, you know your what line? bus I rode to school, by the way? But I'm so a special <laughs> guest and I'm a mystery. This is happily retired Lieutenant Frank Borelli eating my holiday sugar cookies and drinking the, my holiday sweet tea while we record this special episode. And and I get to introduce the other mystery guest. Hey, and I'm Paul Peluso. I'm the editor of Officer Magazine. It's good to uh, join you guys on this lineup podcast. Yeah, like I said at the beginning here, this is a a special edition of the lineup. Um, This will be uh, going up live on the website just before Christmas. And we figured, why not do something that looks back on the year and looks at some of the, um, I guess we call them the feel-good stories, the stories that... uh, really stood out uh, to us uh, throughout the year. And and we just wanted to put the spotlight on them again. Um, It figured a nice way to, to kind of go in to start into the holiday. Um, And you know what, we've got a packed lineup as always. So I'm going to get started right away with the first story. Um, This uh, is a fairly recent story from uh, just last month um, out of Florida um, where a boy uh, in Hillsbury County um decided you know what he wanted to give a hug to a police officer or a deputy and he decided to call 911 and ask for one um and actually a deputy went out to the house um and it was captured on a body cam and ring camera the minute the door opened and the 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 boy um saw that the deputy was there first thing he did was run out and give the deputy the hug but this wasn't just a a, a moment for um a, a sharing of affection this was also a teaching moment for the deputy to kind of t- tell the boy and, and with the mother there um explaining just what 911 is for and, and the emergencies um that you should be calling 9114. Frank, I know this was one of your uh, favorite stories from the year. I love it, man. When you look back at the last three to five years of all of the negativity and, and all of the, the news about poor relations between law enforcement and the communities that we serve, I love to see a story where this young boy, and we don't really get an idea of the kid's age, he's obviously a very, very young child. Mm-hmm. He decides, I'm going to call 911 because I want to hug a police officer. And kudos to his parents for raising him to have that outlook. Kudos to him for, I mean, thank God this boy doesn't watch the evening news every night, right? I just, I to me, this is really an awesome thing. I, I would love to have been the police officer, the deputy. I mean, I, you like to see everybody's face when that call gets dispatched, right? You know, unit so-and-so respond to 123 Main Street. We have an emergency call for a little boy who needs to hug a police officer. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what's what's the police code for that? Right, there, there is no code for that, but that's just that's just so awesome. It it really is one of my favorite stories of the year. The fact that the officer goes out, gets his hug, 
uses it as that teaching moment, like you said. That boy's never going to forget that. That boy is going to be a law enforcement fan for life unless somebody really screws something up. Yeah, guys, this is actually the uh, county that I live in. So I uh, I, I remember this uh, story fondly. And the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office does a fantastic job. And yeah, I like how uh, Sheriff Cronister uh, chimed in and you know, said, you know, we're always willing, our deputies are willing to show love and uh, spread love and give hugs to children in our uh, community. But also, like you said, Joe, uh, use it as a teaching moment for the proper use of um, emergency services. It was also an interesting teaching moment for the mother who the the boy had called 911 on a phone that was his, but it was uh, wasn't wasn't connected to a phone service. It was disconnected that way. But uh, even though it's a cell phone, still able to call nine one one. And and uh, watching the video, I don't think she was she was aware of that. Um, and I don't know necessarily that maybe a lot of people are aware of that. That even though you might not be, your phone might not be hooked up to the phone service, you're still in some cases able to to call nine one one. So yeah, just a just a really um, really great story uh, from uh, out of Florida. Um, moving on to our next story. This comes uh, out of Indiana. Um, throughout the year, and actually over the uh, past few years, especially post-pandemic with uh, food and, and other delivery uh, services have been booming, um, you've seen a lot. There have been a lot of stories in the news about uh, police officers um, e either um, helping uh, with deliveries or, in some cases, stopping a DoorDash driver or other food service driver and uh, uh, for a traffic violation or, or whatever, but then going on and, and helping to bring the whatever needed to be delivered to uh, the customer. In this case, um, this was a little different in, out of Hancock County, where a deputy uh, delivered groceries for a woman who um, was basically traveling from her place to the store along a dangerous stretch of the road on a scooter and electric scooter. And this was the only way she was able to, to get there. And the deputy had spotted her basically said, look, this is dangerous and decided, Hey, I'm going to do something about this and, and help out. Um, just, uh, you know, it, this is a little bit more than just making sure someone's, you know, pizza got there on time. Um, th this is really special, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, uh, especially when you look at it, she was living on a campground. And uh, there's a photo of where, where she was living at, um, appears to be in a, a trailer uh, there. And... Yeah, it looks like just getting out of there on a scooter alone, just out of that area would be uh, really tough. So kudos to this uh, deputy for going above and beyond um, and, and doing this. And this was a five mile stretch, too. It wasn't just, uh, you know, around the corner. Um, she really if she was going to navigate this dangerous stretch, she was it was going to be for for a, a little bit. I, you know, I get the impression, though, that she does this on a regular basis, and, uh -huh. and this just happened to be the time that the deputy saw her. I, kudos to the deputy for doing this. And, you know, um, I knew a lot of officers who would look at this and go, what was he doing? That's not our job. We're not supposed to do that. And, and sometimes we forget that that protect and serve, some places put it serve and protect. But either way, there's a serve in there, and we're supposed to be contributing to public safety. So, I love the fact this deputy stepped up and went, nope, no, this is not safe for you to be doing this. I'll handle this for you. 
And then the question then becomes, what's the long-term solution? This is the perfect example of an opportunity for community policing. This is going to be an ongoing problem and, and, and create a threat potentially to her, a hazard potentially on a roadway. So what's the long-term solution going to be? Love the one time, wonder what the long-term was. Right. That's a that's a good point, Frank. Uh, again, you know, he, uh, deputies can't always be going out there doing that. And, and I do know, I mean, it did seem like the deputy was was telling her, you know, look, this is dangerous. We don't want you to get hurt or, or you know, possibly, um, you know, be involved in an accident uh, involving other people, too. Um, so, yeah, it uh, hopefully uh, that situation kind of has resolved since then. And, and um, she's able to get her groceries in a better way. Yep. Mo moving on to our next story. This is out of Pennsylvania. And this is. I'll, I'll say this is probably my second favorite story um, of the year in the in this sort of feel good category. Um, this was a case it caught, captured on body cam where a uh, police officer from Radnor um, was in a, a, a foot pursuit uh, with a suspect. And as he's in a foot pursuit, a college student from Villanova comes up beside him and offers a ride to say, hey, let me help you with the chase. And it's like in the movies where you, you see someone get into a taxi and say, follow that guy. And that was uh, what happened. And, um, you know, they, the officer was able to continue the chase, um, going a bit faster now. Um, and um, I, I, I just, I love these sort of, um, I guess in some ways, you, you know, um, fiction over rat lapping with reality so to speak it just it just a, a you know kind of a cool thing it, it amazes me because i've never seen it happen but i love the idea of it and i wish i was there uh you know to be chasing somebody i can't tell you how many times you're when you're chasing somebody and i mean anybody who's ever run track and field or run for exercise or run in the military running they tell you look i can do it but it's never fun and if i had that ability just to be jogging along and conjure up a car and have the car now take me someplace at 45 miles an hour. Well, the guy I'm chasing can't be going more than 10 or 15. This is going to be over pretty quick, but the, just the timeliness of it, the, the fact that the kid did the, the support shown, I, I can't help but wonder when it was all done and said, and the bad guy was in handcuffs, did the officer look at the guy and go, what do I owe you? Or am I buying you coffee? Or do I need, <laughs> need some money for gas? I mean, it's just a beautiful event. Yeah, Frank, I've actually never heard of this happening before this this uh, occurrence. But you know, what what do you think the the officer supervisors uh, <laughs> said after this? Because what, what's the liability of all involved? Like, if something was to happen to the civilian's vehicle, or they they were something was to happen, um, well, I'm, I'm guessing this is something that they wouldn't be thrilled about. But but you're talking about a car chasing somebody on foot. Now, as long as the kid doesn't course. run over the guy he's chasing. And he's not going to emergency speeds, yeah. right? He's yeah. obeying the law. Then there's no liability that I can imagine. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, if he was uh, to have a collision with another vehicle or hit something, I guess. But yeah. Um. But no, it's a really good, uh, really good story. Well, it, it um the officer who 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 got the ride, uh, said uh, I was really surprised in my eight years of being a police officer that has never happened to me before where a citizen has come out of nowhere and volunteered their services, um, I, you know, and I will say actually 
although not in this kind of specific way, this year, I feel um, just anecdotally speaking, just a lot of cases where uh, civilians kind of stepping up and we'll be we'll coming come to a story later uh, in the episode about this, but a really helping law enforcement, whether it was, um, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, helping to apprehend a suspect or in some cases, you know, um, you know, tr helping in, in rescues. Um, and it, so it, that's that's really great to see, because uh, it, to me, that that gives a, a, I get a sense of citizens really being um, feeling like they want to be of service, even, you know, and and are able to react in, at the spur of the moment. So hopefully, um, hopefully it's going to be an accelerating trend and we'll see a lot more. Moving on to our next story. Um, uh, this is in my backyard out of Chicago. And this takes for me, this is the number one spot um, of the feel good stories, my favorite. Um, and this was, this is an officer, uh, William Martinez, who um, had developed a relationship with uh, a, a young man um, in school through a mentor program um, that the school had had. And what started out as sort of a, a school um, mandated type of program turned into this great relationship between the officer and uh, the boy. And the boy, a man at this point probably, um, graduates high school, goes getting ready to go off to college and the officer and the officer's family not only help him pack for college, but help bring him downstate in Illinois uh, to the school um, to drop him off. And it, 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 boy, man, that this just gets me right in the heart strings. Um, I, I just love it. Um, whereas uh, I, I, this was um, from the, uh, and let me get his, the boy's name. Um, I apologize. I'm going here. Definitely. Well, anyway, the, thank you. Uh, he had said about the relationship that, uh, you know, he had with this uh, with Officer Martinez, you know, how he would, you know, when other you know his friends would say, well, you know, why are you hanging out with with the police officer? This is what he had to say is I had to explain to them that he's more than a cop. He's also a person. He. <clears throat> excuse me, he's got to take off the uniform eventually. I had to explain that being around him, he's more like a homie than a cop 90% of the time. Yeah, this really, like Frank said before, with when you think community policing and, um, and you know, being able to grow these relationships, especially through, you know, mentor programs like this. And, you know, a lot of departments have explorer programs that really let you, uh, Let's see officers connect to the members of the community and uh, w when they're young. You know, excellent point, Paul, and and, and the, the the idea of connecting with them when they're young. Um, apparently, Devin met Officer William Martinez uh, during a mentorship program when he was in the seventh grade. So this is, you know, a five year developing relationship in today's world where we're seeing people separated us versus them, police versus citizens, uh, different races being called out for different things. One of the things I really love about this is that, uh, you know, the, the officer's attitude is, 
I'm whatever he needs me to be. Does he need a friend or an uncle or a mentor? Whatever he needs, I'm I'm going to be what he needs me to be. I, I love that uh, Devin Watson, that the young man, um, you know, defends this relationship to his friends, and to me, it makes it only that much more special that Devin Watson is actually the same size as the police officer now as a senior <laughs> in high school. But I mean, he's this big, or going into college, he's this big, but the cop, everybody would be thinking Martinez, he didn't even look a little bit Hispanic. I mean, he looks as Caucasian as I do. The fact that this crosses racial lines is another thing that I, I really like about it. That's one of the best feel-good stories of the year. And for me, too, I'm, I am um, – I'm a sucker for the the sort of um, – uh, you know, you're, you're – oh, and I'm blanking on the term for it, but basically creating the family – of the, for the people around you. And um, it, it just, it just to see how close um, that uh, not only the, you know, the officer and, and this young man have become, but also the officer's family, uh, the student's family, it just all of it, them coming together and providing support for him, um, you know, not only through his middle school and college days or high school days, but also now as he's going into college, um, you know, again, kudos to, to offer officer Martinez for, um, you know, making a connection and, and, and keep, you know, keeping it through, through, uh, multiple years. Are you, are you, do you need to have a Disney moment to talk about Ohana? Oh, you're, you, I, I'm lost <laughs> on the reference. Oh my gosh. I feel, Oh, you, you've, you're going to have to off, um, off the call. You'll have to explain that to me. I, Oh, you need, you, sorry, that Joe, you need, uh, you need kids. So Hana means family. It's from, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you go. Stitch. but yeah. Oh my God. Oh, okay. All right. It's, uh, what was, um, you can either watch Lilo and stitch or you can watch whatever the new one is with the, the animated girl where the rock plays the, the tattooed up dude. Ohana means family. Uh, yeah, Moana. That's the reference. I have. Okay. Grand granddaughter, big on Moana. So I'll, I'll have to sit down with, with her to watch that. There you go. Moving on, moving on to our next story and keeping with the, this uh, theme of uh, you know, law enforcement, uh, making connections with youth. Um, this is out of South Carolina. Um, where uh, a, a, a young man had painted a mural um, to honor a, um, a South Carolina law enforcement. Um, let me see, get the nine that got killed in the line of duty. Right. Uh, so, but South Carolina law enforcement division uh, canine uh, Rico that was killed uh, in the line of duty. He had created this mural uh, for the dog and um, the, uh, agent who was also the dog's handler came down and thanked the the boy for this, and also brought uh, some canines uh, from SLED as, as well as the uh, area uh, sheriff's office. Um, you know, to to meet and interact with uh, the boy's classmates. But um, here was a, a a boy who uh, created this mural on his own. Um, he was driven to to want to do this, and it, it was so great for this uh, officer to to reach out. Um, he he didn't have to, or or for that matter, he could have just sent a note or you know some type of message that way. They're like, hey, thanks, 
but to to go down to the school to to you know to make it kind of an event as well um was really great um and and again this you know we we just talked about this this community placing it 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 it, it reaps dividends you know long term and and down the line um as far as not only what it does for this boy but also kind of the the people he touches and then also the community around him that that sees this i really the thing that sticks out to me in this joe and it again it crosses crosses racial lines it crosses age lines it crosses the the civilian police barrier or community police barrier but you have this fifth grader who's so moved by the by the loss of this canine that he chooses to do this and and i think it was only right that the officer the canine handler understood that emotional investment and that it was worth more than just a thank you note it was worth going and seeing the young man and saying thank you to his face and, and you know letting him know you appreciate what he did out, out of the you know out of i don't want to say the kindness of his heart but out of the emotional battery that was overflowing within him i, I, I it's another fantastic story i love to see these kind of it has nothing to do with enforcement you know it's 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 got nothing to do with who's what a speeding ticket or a drug war or any of that stuff. This is purely canine, and especially when you bring dogs in the mix, it's even better. Canine handler, canines, and kids, and it's just it's that's building again more relationships that are never going to go away. Mm -hmm. Also, when you talk about partner, not part necessarily partnerships, but um, communication between the schools and the law enforcement uh, agencies, oh, you know, yeah. you, we figure that the teacher is the one that you know, contacted the uh, sheriff's office in this case. And, and, you know, this could have gone completely even unnoticed, you know, the kid made a painting. Um, but then just that communication from the school to the sheriff's office and having someone come over there, it's, it's great to see. And when, you know, all the more important now, the relationship between the law enforcement agencies and the schools that this is, you know, a, a great moment. Indeed. Absolutely. Excuse me. And moving on to our final story. Um, this is out of Texas. Um, and uh, many of you might have already seen a, a lot of video um, from this event. Um, and kind of a little different from the stories we've been talking about. Um, a, a very scary um, incident where a police, uh, a Houston police officer uh, was in a shootout with a carjacking suspect and was wounded in the leg. Um, a bystander risked his life to pull the officer to safety and then stay with him to, to provide medical aid and actually just moral support um, to the wounded officer. Um, it, the uh, the incident was ca captured by both a, a bystander from far away where you, you could actually, you know, you kind of got a long shot of, of seeing um, the officer being dragged to safety, but the uh, the civilian um, also had uh, was wearing a body camera, and you can hear uh, you know him talking to the officer, reassuring him, and you know just capturing him dragging um, this officer to safety. What I found really fascinating about the story uh, was uh, police officials had said this individual had you know, had run-ins with the law in the past, but here he was it, with bullets flying, um, going out to to save an officer um, who had been shot. Um, it's just remarkable. 
I am. Um, I'm kind of moved by this. I, I can't say I've. I would have. I. I never found myself in my career in that much of an emergency need of assistance from a citizen, but I couldn't count the number of times that citizens stepped up in other ways and, and volunteered to help or just took whatever action was necessary. Uh, you know, the fact that this guy had had run-ins with the police, but wasn't negative about them to the point where he was willing to help this police officer. Uh, like you said, you know, rounds are flying and you're, you're going to run in that gap. I, I kudos to this gentleman. And, and then I love the fact that he stayed with him um, you know, and, and some of the yeah. stuff that's on the video, like just squeeze my hand as tight as you have to. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't worry. I'm here with you. And every time I read that, I'm like, the guy's not in labor. He's been shot. <laughs> you need to, you, you know, it's, I get what you're doing, but anyway, um, you know, kudos to, to the, to the citizen. Hope the officer healed. Well, this is, this story's just from a month ago as we're talking about it. Um, I hope he's healed well. And, um, I hope this, again, I hope this escalates i hope we continue to see citizens learning from citizens that this is a good thing to do yeah and I, i'll just say one last thing here guys uh you know these stories what we've gone over uh with six or so of them that you know they're not that rare uh, that citizens step up all the time civilians step up some of it goes unreported but you know you, you do see these once in a while where uh you know, you have a civilian step in if it's something where, uh, you know, officer or deputy is being attacked, they'll step in or in this case, a shooting or, you know, if an officer is uh, injured in a crash and they'll they'll uh, hope uh, help get him out of there. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's not that rare. I, I guess I will put it out that you know, civilians are willing to help out. And, and it's great that they're able to step up for those who, uh, you know, serve on a daily basis. So it's good to see. I, I guess what the reason I say I feel like it's rare or I say it might be rare is you don't see it on the mainstream media. We, we work for officer media group, right? We, we constantly see pros and cons in the news of law enforcement. Man, I would like to see these stories all told on, on the big networks, on nightly news. I, I just that would make it would become so much more common knowledge than just us talking about it. Well, that wraps up um, this special episode of the lineup. Um, hopefully this kind of gets you in the right frame of mind a little bit um, for uh, uh, Christmas and, and the holidays. Um, I, you know, I, I, I hope everyone has a safe um, holiday and, and you get to spend it uh, with your loved ones. Um, same goes to uh, both of my guest hosts. I, I hope you both have wonderful holidays um, uh, surrounded by um, those who love you. And Frank, in, in your case, those who, who put up with you. I, I appreciate that, Joe. Thanks very much. Um, I, I, I think I'd like to, in light of all of the positive citizen police interaction we've been talking about, uh, I want to encourage everybody out there listening who's not a police officer, look out your window on Christmas Day and see who's working. Uh, and if it's an officer out there, he may not know where he's getting dinner. He may not know where he's getting lunch. Um, you know, he may be away from his wife and children, sacrificing to be out there keeping the, the streets safe. Go out and say something nice. Take him a bag of cookies. Do something. Um, you know, invite her in for a plate. Something to to show your appreciation. Keep this trend going. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, uh, yeah, have a happy holiday, everybody, uh, and and stay safe out there. Yeah, working the holidays is uh, 
is, is not a great task. And, you know, th- thanks for everything all of you do. And next week we will have another special episode of the lineup. Um, Frank, do you want to you want to introduce that one? Because I know you are just champing at the bit for this one that you 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 can't wait to start talking about uh, this next episode. I think you just don't want to say the words. I, 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 mean, I, I always get just, actually I, I get confused. I I'm I'm looking so next week. So this 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 podcast everybody's just listened to uh, being published a couple of days before Christmas. Um, all the feel good, all the heartwarming. Next week, we're going to do the just before New Year's Eve set on our favorite stupid criminals or unlucky criminals in some cases of the year stories. Um, so some of them are true. They're just they're just all such great karma. I, I just love them all. We're, that's going to be next week. Our, our stupid criminal special episode. So thanks again for listening. Uh, have a happy holiday and stay safe. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the lineup. Please remember, the opinions voiced are not those of Officer Media Group or Endeavor Business Media, but only those speaking those opinions themselves. Thank you and stay safe.